0: hey david what's up oh it's a what's up day eh? yeah i know i
1: was i was thinking uh, i say yo a lot and now i gotta mix it up a bit
0: that's true so uh have you ever seen a product and you're like holy shit why would you charge somebody 12 dollars for that all the time so you know like those exotic candy stores and uh like as seen on tv where they bring in like special packages of cookies like when Pokemon had Oreos and stuff, and they were like $14.99 a case.
1: Oh, absolutely. Or yeah. A package. Yeah. So
0: the other day, I was at my, my family's house, and my sister's like, hey, look, I got the Mario cookies.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: I, I was like, you spent $12 on that? And she's like, no, they're at Walmart for like three. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. So I walked into Walmart and I was like, wow, they have like 20 of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're sold beside the regular Oreos.
0: Yeah. But they have Mario logos on it, so stores think it's cool to sell for $12. Gouging is now happening at cookies,
1: man. Well, In cookies! You... <laughs> you know what's not going to be gouged?
0: What's that?
1: This episode of the Scene On Screen Podcast. Hey, whether it's your favorite tabletop adventure, movie, or video game, we've got you covered. Welcome to the Scene On Screen Podcast with your host, Sean and David.
0: It's me, Sean. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. And then there's (laughs) David.
1: You're the problem child. I am. I'm just
0: kicking and screaming and honestly, just surviving this late summer heat wave. David, how are you?
1: I'm freezing my butt off in this late summer ice freeze.
0: Air conditioning or is it hot as balls up
1: there? No, it's fucking... 13 degrees out today.
0: Are you kidding me? It's am like not 35 even. <laughs> today.
1: You know what? I, I have a friend that lives uh, way even further up north in a little, uh, a little island town called Moose Factory. Little, oh, you little...
0: love that place.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it was like 32 degrees there. Like what the hell? I'm in some sort of like uh ice box cyclone <laughs> thing, but I guess it's, it's supposed to warm up. Uh, Next week or something like that, but uh, Sean, I have something to tell you. What's that? You remember last week, and our, our listeners might re- remember this: how uh, I was talking about was it last week? I think I was talking about uh, getting a smoker, and how I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. You didn't. I sure did. <laughs> you know what? Okay, here's what happened: the 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 morning of our last episode, when that uh, our our listeners were waking up. And uh, rolling over in their beds to press play on the notification of the new newly released episode of the Seed on Screen podcast. I was waking up and checking out uh, the stock numbers (laughs) of the smoker at Walmart uh, just to see if they still had it in there. And they lowered the price down to 300 bucks. And from from like nine. Damn. And so I went out and picked it up. And uh, I am a I'm a full grown man now. (laughs) I got I got a lawnmower. I got a barbecue. I got a flat top griddle and I have a smoker. All is good in the world, except now it's really freaking cold. So it's going to take takes the fun out of being outside and cooking meat. Yeah, it's because you live up near Sandy Claus. Yeah, well, he's my friend and he's not your friend. So
0: yeah, well, that's fair. Um, did you get up to playing anything this weekend? Because, embarrassingly, I can tell you, it was a long weekend where I worked. And then the days that I didn't work, I played a little bit of Call of Duty because I didn't pre order Starfield, foolishly thinking I would get it as a gift. <laughs> and then reminding myself intent. No, no, it's my own fault. I did tell her that. If you couldn't get the addition the physical edition that came with the pre-order bonus or uh the DLC, don't bother. And she don't listened it to exactly it.
1: don't get it for
0: me, but Well, no, because like if it didn't come with that the extra stuff, I didn't want it. And she couldn't get what it. What extra stuff are you talking about? So the 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 129 version that was physical yeah. came with the digital download code for days one through five or whatever. Yeah. And then the DLC. Which is if you want to just buy the DLC separately, it's a fifty dollar expansion.
1: Yeah, no, that's a premium edition upgrade.
0: Yeah, and I said I wanted I wanted the collector's edition.
1: It's the same thing. It's the same price. Doesn't you matter. To buy dude. the standard. If you were to buy the standard edition and the, the collector's edition, it's still, <laughs> anyways. I didn't get it so. Well, that sucks. Uh, what did I? I played a little bit of this game called Sea of Stars. You might have heard me talk about it uh, a little while ago. It was a game I backed on Kickstarter, and then they announced uh, shortly before launch that it was going to be released on Game Pass and PlayStation Plus. Uh, so, I, so I was like, "Screw this! I got a refund." And I played a little bit of that. It's fine. I mean, it's a R- RPG. Not your your kind of. G- jive but uh not kind of my drive and uh i did dabble a little bit in starfield uh earlier in this week when it came out i did not uh pre-order it i was on the fence though i almost did but i held off i uh why did you hold off because money (laughs) and i was like uh you know what i don't i don't truly know how the game's going to be right like the game had so much hype And I think the purchase would have just been based off of the uh, the the hype for that. And uh, we've had that happen before, and it's been kind of shitty. So Um, other than that, you know, uh, not a whole lot. I haven't been playing a whole lot. I did decide to completely wipe my Steam Deck and install Windows on it. Nice. So I'm struggling with that a little bit, like it works and all that stuff, but you got to do a little bit more uh, uh, modifications to the software so that like the controller works properly and everything like that, like in non steam games. Um, but I decided, you know what? I want to play uh, game pass games uh, on my handheld. Steam yeah, deck. That makes, that tracks. And uh, like I could play it on there, like in the, with the original software, but like just the streaming, version is like no i want it installed so that i don't have to stream these games so i've been playing around with that but uh we'll, we'll see what happens with it it's it's it works does it, it works give you a lot. better
0: opportunity to play games on like the epic portal
1: oh yeah absolutely because it's running windows natively right so i can install everything natively um it's really no different than if i was using my desktop computer okay. yeah so other than that uh not a whole lot you know it's uh the, the weather's getting colder so i'm trying to we're trying to get things done in the house a little bit more.
0: Yeah, it's almost watch stuff o'clock. And like, I, I've i been sitting there. I've been tempted to be like, maybe today I'll watch a few episodes of the Clone Wars. And then I'm like, nope, nah, that would make too many people happy. So I'm not going to do that <laughs> just yet.
1: <laughs> and one thing Sean doesn't want to do is make people happy.
0: It's true. I do and things that, on my, <laughs> my own that's, accord.
1: That's why Sean will never become Santa Claus.
0: I will when I push him off the roof and then I accidentally <laughs> put on the jacket. I saw yeah. that movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, I, yeah. I was going to
0: say we didn't even have the appetite to really go to the movies or anything as we get Like, there's nothing really out. That's like. That's,
1: that's true. You can what watch the Beatles. You can watch Barbie oh, again. Right. You
0: can watch Oppenheimer. But, like, that's been out long enough that you could see all the seven C's and watch it. I mean, just saying well, like what
1: has there been any like good movie releases?
0: So many things are already on home premiere and like some of them you do have to pay for, obviously, but like, it's just, it's insane. Uh,
1: like what movies came out and, or which movies are coming out in October. I mean, uh, I guess we're in September, but like <laughs> I should probably pick the, the right month. Holy crap. You know, why? it's cause we were talking about Halloween earlier before the show. What do we got? Uh, oh, equalizer three. Nothing, nothing really. I guess there's some like horror, horror movies coming out.
0: What do you call me? Oh,
1: <laughs> I heard what you said. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Like there's nothing coming out, but you know what? At the same time, it's probably a good thing. Do you know what is coming uh, out though? Uh, this episode is <laughs> a
0: new walkabout map that we'll have to play.
1: Yeah. Maybe we'll play that this, uh,
0: this coming weekend this
1: upcoming weekend
0: just another 1.5 gigabyte update which is the worst
1: i know it's like you have to redownload the entire game every time but uh i actually had an email the other day uh do you ever get the emails from uh oculus or Meta quest for random store credit
0: yeah all the time did you get another five bucks
1: i got it it was seven dollars like they Ooh. are they're getting up with the times of inflation, so I can get that walkabout uh, map f- for free, which um, is uh, kind of good because they're getting up in price there.
0: It comes from Oculus, right?
1: Yeah, something like that. I'll check. Anyways, you know, what do we got? What comes do we got from on quest Yeah, what do we got in store for our, our listeners today?
0: Well, David, I'm glad you asked. So we have a trivia announcement at the end of the show. I was you gonna have to stick around for that. We're gonna talk a little bit about Starfield. We're going to talk a little bit about DC and their streaming numbers. And we're going to talk a little bit, not a lot, about some games that you might play on campus. See, school's back, and drinking games are ever so popular. And the most popular ones you typically play are like King's Cup, Beer Pong, Murder Ball. Those are all games that don't require a lot of like board games. But if you're like David, he definitely went to school with a few board games. Maybe, maybe he'd like to share a few games that are must-haves in your dorm room. I would start off with the basics in having a, a card-chucking game, kind of like your um, Cards Against Humanities or What Do You Memes, the adult versions, or the Cyanide and Happiness card games. Those are just a few that I would like make sure that I had to make sure i'm also having a really good time you know mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how about you what do you what do you think what do you where, where's your head at when it comes to board games in your dorm because uh, you whip out a box of Catan because you just didn't pack that with you
1: no and that game fucking sucks anyway, so <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> yeah uh you know what um I mean, the stables are "Cards Against Humanity," all that stuff. Uh, I did pick up uh, against my better judgment. I did finally buy a copy of "Cards Against Humanity." Say what? <laughs> but it was the hundredth uh, anniversary <laughs> edition. It's so stupid. It's like in gold foil and all that stuff. <laughs> the game uh, came uh, out like ten years ago. 15 yeah, it, years ago. It's so funny. But, uh, anyways, you know what? I think there's a lot more board games and 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 card games and and those games are actually becoming a lot more popular in general that i think if people were to look for games that they wanted to add to their uh dorm room collection uh they're just like games for like more dexterity and stuff like that uh there's like the flick it up games or something like that yeah it flick uh, them up what's it called it's uh yeah, flick them up. There's different themes. It's like you set pieces up on a table uh, and uh, you have to literally flick little tiny meeples into stuff. Uh, is there
0: a it, Dead of Winter one?
1: There is. There's a few different editions, actually. Um, let me just see expansions. There's there's flick Flick'em Up Dead of Winter, Flick'em Up Giant Edition where things are bigger. Uh, so... Things like that, which is kind of cool because you could totally turn those into drinking games as well. Um hmm. I mean we picked up uh a few a few new games. We we got uh what was that one that we picked up uh the Kickster one? Oh uh, not so not, neighborly. Not so neighborly, like things like that. Like there's smaller, like there's more smaller games. They're all card games, but they're fast, easy learn to play, right? See my argument now would be why bring a
0: board game that is potentially going to take up a chunk of space. What we're really talking about now is just Jackbox games. That's what you need to bring. You need to you need to spend the 15-20 dollars, get a good Jackbox game. Play it on somebody's laptop. Everybody's playing on their phones anyways. Mm-hmm. Might as well have fun, do some crude, unusual jokes, and just move on with your life, you know?
1: Well, does that that kind of goes in. Uh, that ends up being, I'd say, borderline video game territory, right? I, do, uh, I don't disagree. I, it's just I, like it's I, I feel. It's, no, I think everyone's going to have the, those group of friends that uh well you'd think like unless you're one of those like the hardcore jocks or whatever that refuses to do anything remotely uh nerdy you know there's always going to be people that are down to play board games or or some sort of game so i think having a a collection of stuff is pretty good um or like a variety of obscure games you know things that people wouldn't necessarily play um i mean how many times have you been to a party in in college and People, did was Cards Against Humanity out at that time? No. <laughs> Probably not. No. It wasn't. used to play we played like, Xbox Cards. And yeah. Yeah. It was um, you
0: no know, our college parties were a lot of like rock band, yeah. King's Cup, Murder Ball.
1: hmm Right? But nowadays like, and even like post post college days when we were going to parties and whatnot, again, someone always brought out Cards Against Humanity. The the advantage of that game is that it's easy for people to pick up and play easy for people to learn. There are a ton of more party games like what do you meme? You know, that game has been out for a while and again, like everyone sends memes to each other. I think if we send at least like two or three per day. <laughs> you know, um it's a way that people communicate with each other as well in memes. Some days like, for sure, yeah. You know. I mean at Dollarama, you can buy uh the office What do you mean? What meme? do you mean, yeah? edition for $5, right? So it's like And the office is something that is still extremely popular. Like people still watch it on reruns and replay. We're we're watching it right now. Right. So, you know, you bring a game out like that and you don't have to be like, like those are easy to play, easy to learn games. So there's a ton of stuff. I feel like cards against humanity is, is like kind of paved the way for more modern, uh, like college dorm sized games. Right, like party yeah, game.
0: Like I'd agree. The um the card checking days are kind of ahead of us, but you don't see a lot of people in their reusable Walmart bag just pulling out a bunch of board games to set up at their dorm. They've got their laptop, they've got clothes, maybe they have a Steam Deck or something small to play games on. Yeah. I I know like I lived in a house first year, so like I took my PlayStation 2. Mm. So we do it. We played the shit out of that. Yeah. Like I think my roommates and I bought like three or four guitar hero guitars just because we were playing it all the time.
1: Oh yeah. And and that's the thing is like every, every group of friends has their, their thing. Right. So whether it be people playing jackpot games or card games, drinking games, rock band guitar hero, or just, you know, I don't know, sitting around, Drinking in a circle. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Ouija boards.
0: Yeah. You know, the crazy <laughs> part about it is like the more I think back, the more I took way too much stuff to first year, way too much. I like took my whole room. I was like, man, I got a big bedroom. I can do whatever the fuck I want.
1: Yeah. Well, you, you know, you were young and naive.
0: Yeah. Like I took a desk. I took a TV. Nobody needs a, nobody needs a desk when they go to college. I remember you don't, having you don't this go to study. I bought it at like a Goodwill, but it was a, um, oh fuck. What was it called? It was like a microwave stand that fit my CRT TV. Oh yeah. So like I pushed around my TV at, cause I, I had a TV and a DVD player.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My roommates and I were all like, let's get cable. That seems like a good idea. It was not a good idea. It was a bad idea.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's yeah, a little story about dumb old Sean.
1: Same time next week for some more
0: Dumb Sean trivia. Bam, bam, bam. Okay. Do you want to do, do, do DC or do you want to do Starfield? Well, Starfield's probably going to exhaust us.
1: Yeah. And and I, that's, that's a deep topic. You know, that one spans light years. Uh, we recently uncovered some information about the early, Streaming numbers of DC films, yeah, movies uh, online. On uh, it, this is just on one platform though, right? Yeah, like it's this. just on what HBO Max or whatever it is, or is that Crave in Canada? Yeah, Crave. Crave. So uh, these are the numbers uh, roughly starting from and now, granted, there's I think there's an explanation behind a lot of this stuff Uh, and you can tell I think they were directly related to the the expectations, the hype and the popularity of the movies in in theaters. Um, So we had Wonder Woman 84 that came out three years ago. Holy crap. Almost exactly three years ago. Um. With 2.2 uh, million views. And that movie was garbage. But here's the thing about that movie. I think the hype for that movie was uh, based off of how good Wonder Woman like the first movie was.
0: Also, that was a pandemic release. That was still in the first. Oh, yeah, that's
1: true. COVID, so right? Saying, all right. Yeah, that's true.
0: Wait, that's With that was 2020. We were all locked in. Or was it 2021?
1: No, it was 2020.
0: I don't even remember ish. anymore.
1: I don't know. All those two years kind of uh, went into a big blur, but uh, no, because I think I saw Wonder Woman 84 in theaters. Maybe. I don't
0: know. Then so
1: we got 2.2 million and then we got the Suicide Squad, which was the remake or I guess a reboot of Suicide Squad.
0: Yeah, by the Uh, way, it would be 2020 because it was COVID-19 when it was discovered. So, yes, it was 2020. That did they, was name, did they
1: name it after the, the year? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I guess. Okay. Uh, Suicide Squad had 2.1 million, and that was uh, in August, beginning of August 2021 when that came out. Now, I think that movie that movie did pretty well in the theaters. Uh, I think that movie was also pretty hyped up because of the, the cast.
0: Yeah, because they made a lot of changes. It was a reboot. And just as a disclaimer, we're not really talking about the films as a whole we are just talking about the numbers yeah, because we and- believe it correlates to a lot of other stuff, but don't get mad at us. seg yeah. after people.
1: Yeah. Uh, Please. And then this is where we start seeing a, a fairly significant drop, the Batman release. And there was a bit, a lot of hype behind that one. I mean, there was a lot of uh, concerns about uh, Robert Pattinson being the Batman and all that stuff. It was a long movie. Uh, but again, like that came out in April of 2022 with 1.6 million views. So, That's like half a million less than the previous movie, right? That's that's a fair number. Now, granted, that could have been due to there's a lot of people that don't like Batman. Right. Uh, (laughs) And then we get uh, what April, like March, a few months later. Oh, wait, no. This one came out before.
0: Before you go on beyond Batman. Batman is a unique one because it's still trending as a top 10 on Netflix, which is interesting to me. But yeah, this is all raw data from HBO.
1: Yeah. So uh, March of 2021. So this was before Batman. We had Zack Snyder's Justice League. And if anyone remembers uh, our episode about that a while ago, it's like a three hour black and black and white cut of the Justice League, which was snorefest. Um, and I think partially with that one, that one didn't do very well on the streaming numbers because one, it's like three and a half hours long, and two, it's all in black and white. Nobody wants to watch a black and white superhero movie.
0: That movie's not all in black and white. Yes, it is. There's just chunks of it in black and white.
1: I don't know. I just remember most of it in black and white. maybe my yeah, oh the first like I, half hour. yeah, that's still a lot of time to, for people to be like, Why is it's my is my teen, hour you know, Well, there you go. four hours. <laughs> In black and white, might as well have been. Uh, okay, then after that, so th- we got 1.4 million views for that one. And then December of 2022, the greatest superhero movie to ever grace superhero movies. It was supposed to bring back the DC universe. We have uh, Black Adam, which f- did not do well in the theater and it did not do well in streaming numbers uh, with 1.2 million. And again, I think that was, uh there's a lot of Negativity around that movie.
0: Yeah, I think these streaming numbers are also based on the first three days.
1: Correct. Yeah, yeah. These are the first three days, which I mean, when you go based off of uh, streaming services, they base the success of something on like the first week, right? Like you look at Netflix, if they don't have like a billion views in the first week of a series, you know, they cancel it after season one. Um, and then these two are kind of like the last two are the most recent ones that have have come out, and they are kind of an, an anomaly, I think. Um, we're gonna say the 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 lowest movie with the lowest f- f- uh, three day streaming numbers is a Shazam: Fury of the Gods with only two hundred and sixty thousand. Now that was also released in May, uh, on the May long weekend in Canada, right? So not,
0: uh, not the ideal time.
1: Yeah, no, a lot of people weren't uh, watching TV. They that that's like the first long weekend of the summer, right? Or leading into the summer here. So people are drinking, barbecuing and having fun with friends, right? So uh, having a tw- the time. Yeah. Uh, so 260,000 for Shazam, And that movie was actually pretty good. Like, it didn't do very well in the theaters. And I think there, what else came? There's some other stuff that came out at the same time, which. Uh,
0: I honestly I can't was, remember back to I think that. The there was a, of the summer.
1: I, I think there was like a Marvel movie that had come out, like Ant-Man or something like that. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. So there was something, uh, there was a lot of competition with that. So I think that kind of died off. And then the most recent one that uh, was added to streaming services that honestly, I didn't even know that this had come out so that could have also be part of it but it is The Flash and again I think there was a lot of controversy behind this one Uh that was 1.1 million streamed and yeah there's a lot of controversy behind this movie with Ezra Miller and all that stuff it did not do well in the theaters I think DC was hoping for this to kind of like revive uh, something <laughs> in them uh, they really advertise a lot of Batman and uh, Michael Keaton. And uh, yeah, like so what do you think these numbers mean? Like, is it that uh, the DC universe is just kind of getting worse and worse?
0: Well, so, let, I, I, let me ask you a question. My do you why, what was the reason you didn't watch them?
1: Well, out of all of these movies, I honestly haven't—I've only haven't seen The Flash.
0: Okay, when did you watch Shazam?
1: Uh, went to see it in theaters.
0: All right, <clears throat> two-part question: Just say theaters or home. Okay, uh, Wonder Woman eighty-four. Theaters. At uh, home, the Suicide Squad. Uh, home. Home. Uh, the Batman. Home. Home. Uh, after I got the the pizza. Because yeah. that was that was around. It <laughs> yeah, that wasn't actually great. that long ago. Holy crap. No. That was last year. Um The Justice League. The Snyder Cut. Home. home. Black Adam. Didn't home. See it. The Flash. Haven't didn't seen see it. it. Shazam.
1: Theater. Didn't see it. You didn't see Shazam?
0: Nope. You know why? Forgot about it. Yeah. Lack cause... of advertising, maybe. Well, I, it,
1: I think it was advertised, but I think that movie was overshadowed by uh, the Marvel movies out, they come out
0: shazam also got ruined by the rock
1: oh yeah he also did a lot to uh he to damaged try. that
0: movie like a lot which right? made no so, sense
1: but uh, anyways
0: he needed to do what he needed to do now the reason why i asked you which ones you saw and why you saw them or how you saw them was how many of these movies versus we'll say star wars or something were you like oh my god this movie was just released i need to watch it now
1: I honestly think the only one that I was, like, hyped for was Wonder Woman 84.
0: Uh, I saw both the Suicide Squad and Batman the day they were released on video. Um, The Suicide Squad, we weren't going to theaters back then. Still. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, or maybe that was just when we started back at the theaters. Potentially. And then the flash I was actually asked the other day, like, Hey, are you going to watch this? And my answer was, has it come out yet?
1: (laughs) Right. I honestly forgot about it. Like some of my friends here, uh, two months ago, maybe wanted to go see the flash in theaters. And I remember I told you (laughs) and you're like, why it's going to be released on streaming soon. And, uh, it, you are actually not too far off. I think uh, I said eight weeks or six or eight weeks or something, something like that. that. Yeah, I, I think it was a little bit longer. I think they extended its run in theaters just a little bit. But uh, yeah, And then we just kind of all forgot about it.
0: I think one of two things is happening right now. And the flash is a good indicator of it. Some people will watch anything. They don't care. Some people are like supportive of SAG-AFTRA. They're not watching anything new. They're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to wait. And some people hate fucking Ezra Miller. And that's just the truth. Mm -hmm. It's just like we were at at lunch the other day and we were talking about the Super Mario movie. And we're like, oh, yeah, it was all good considering the whole Chris Pratt thing. What Chris Pratt thing? He's so cool. Well, beside the fact that he's so cool he sucks. Like a lot of people just genuinely think he sucks because mm-hmm. of things he's done with his family and mm-hmm. just his overall demeanor. And we were just like, Chris Pratt, bad guy. And yeah, he's really, like, I don't fucking care. Like, he's funny. I was like, that's fair.
1: Yeah. He's really, uh, he was really started to damage his image, right? Like he was, he had that image originally as like a, a nice guy and, you know, funny comedy and whatever, but then slowly th- damaged his. His image, but Ezra Miller, like you're saying, people just don't like him. And I don't think people really like him to begin with.
0: Yeah, he's weird. Yeah, (laughs) people. People don't like him for a lot of reasons, but mainly because he's kind of an asshole. And he's right up there with The Rock right now, I think. People didn't want to watch Black Adam. Some people love Black Adam. Some people love the DC universe more than anything in the world.
1: Like Black Adam was is a cool character. It's a cool concept. And it's it's like, how often do we have these like super powered, you know, superheroes that are like he's he's a villain, right? Every three months. He's he's a villain, right? But they make a movie as if they they make a movie about him as if he was the hero. Right, it was an it was an interesting concept. It's an interesting character, but I think, you know, they ruined that or he ruined it by trying to make it all about him and saying how he was going to revive like the superhero, like the DC universe. And it's like, well, you can't really do that if you are bashing other characters or other actors or other uh, movies because, like, did he forget that Black Adam is part of the Shazam universe? You you can't have one without oh, other,
0: brother. He's a jabroni now. Now he's he just—he is. is a he jabroni. Just, he just does whatever he wants. And you notice, like, I mean, IMDb is kind of a, a scary place to go right now because it's everything is just delayed. But have you noticed? It's just like The Rock doesn't have a ton of stuff on the go right now. Let me uh, let me let me just check Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
1: Yeah, I haven't even heard too many, uh, too many things that he's going to be coming out recently. I think there was one movie that he was coming out with.
0: Yeah, San Andreas 2. That's right. <laughs> he has 10 upcoming projects. Uh, the King. He's King Kamehameha. San Andreas 2. Big Trouble in Little China. Untitled Fast and Furious film. Jungle Cruise 2. Red Notice 2. Nobody needs these movies. Doc Savage.
1: Well, the thing is, how many of these movies are going to be direct to streaming?
0: Yeah, he's in the new Moana movie, which well, is going it, to be live action, but the girl who played Moana is not in it. And then Fast X Part Two.
1: Well, it's funny because, like the the Moana movie, can you imagine if they recast his character, like someone else, to play uh, what? How's it pronounced? M- Maui or Muai? Maui. Maui. Can you imagine the the bitching and complaining that we would get from Dwayne Johnson if they recast or they cast someone else for that character for the live action?
0: Oh, he'd be mad. And he'd be really? big mad. Not yeah. even regular mad, big mad.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. I it's interesting these streaming numbers, and, and you know what, like it I I don't know how they can fix this. Like, I don't know how they can fix the, the DC universe. Like it's not, uh, I I wouldn't say the quality is getting worse. In fact, the quality of these movies in regards to storytelling, special effects and all that stuff are actually increasing. Like each movie does look very, very good. Um, but I think the desire of those movies like they're the, the, those superheroes, I guess the DC universe superheroes, uh, in a sense, are a lot darker than, say, the Marvel heroes. Right. Yeah, I agree. And those are harder to connect with in general. You know, like Batman. Is, oh, got So much pain. <laughs> Batman's a cool character, but it's a very dark character. It's a very dark universe. Nobody really wants to connect with Batman or they can't connect with Batman, but. You know, you have a character like uh, Tony Stark, right? And sure, people can't connect with being a a multi-billionaire, right? But it's a personable character that people want to see, right? It's like, that's someone that you would want to hang out with. That's because the MCU has
0: designed Iron Man to be more Tony Stark than Iron Man, where Captain America was always Captain America. Just with or with other clothing on. That's true. Batman but, was always vengeance.
1: But see, like even Captain America, right? Like the character, though, has has personable qualities to him where it's like, you know, this is a real person with their real struggles and and uh, their thoughts and feelings on between good and bad, even though, say, Captain America tends to lean more like to the good side of things than the bad side of things. Right. Whereas, you know, other characters can kind of sway back and forth. Like I think just as a whole though, the DC universe movies have been marketed poorly and that's where it's really affecting them. Yeah. Making bad, bad decisions and casting and even marketing, right? Like allowing Dwayne Johnson to run his mouth about Shazam and, and everything else did not help at all.
0: If you want to talk about other bad decisions, the the Nintendo money printing factory decided today that they were going to announce that tears of the kingdom is not moving forward with any DLC, which means guys, a, that new Nintendo console is right around the corner because they're making another Zelda game. They have to, right? Mm-hmm. But like now we wait as to when, because We got a a Nintendo Direct last week, which we didn't see coming. But it wasn't a console announcement. It wasn't a Pokemon announcement, which is also a little bit surprising because Detective Pikachu comes out this month or next month. It's confusing.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: It's confusing because they did a Super Mario Wonder game, which is probably going to be one of the last games released on the Switch that's first party.
1: Uh I guess.
0: We don't we don't know what the Switch 2 is gonna look like.
1: We don't know if there's gonna be a Switch 2. That's the thing about Nintendo. There's always speculation. There's been speculations of a Switch 2 or a Switch Pro for the last like three years, if not more, right?
0: They should call it the Switched Up because it's an upgraded Switch and you switched it up.
1: I'm going to say if Nintendo is stupid enough to pull another Wii U gaming uh, naming <laughs> scheme, they deserve for the console to fail. Uh, it has to. Uh, my guess is that whatever they release is going to be in the same or a similar form factor. Um, It's going to be obviously more powerful. It has to be, but they're not going to try and compete with Microsoft or Sony at all. They, but, they should be competing with the Steam Deck, though. There, I think that's where they're going to need to uh, focus their attention. You where have thought, to
0: have this next console
1: output at 1080p. It it has to be more powerful than the Steam Deck. 100%. I agree. And like 1080p
0: isn't even that big of a deal. Our phones no. do that.
1: Hell, my phone does like f- 4K. Uh
0: Yeah, I think mine does 4K as well. Doesn't yours do 8K? Depending yeah. on the settings.
1: Yeah, something like that. Something crazy. But
0: you'll just cook your storage almost immediately. It's like
1: I'm done. So yeah, it's uh, it's ridiculous, right? But uh, I mean, Nintendo. I think Nintendo, Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo started development of this uh, of uh, Tears of the Kingdom a long time ago, and I think it stemmed from uh, them working on DLC for Breath of the Wild. I think at some point, you know, a company is working on a DLC and then they realize, you know what, this is going to be a lot bigger. We're going to turn this into a full game. And I think that's kind of what happened. Uh, But I'm honestly not surprised that they're not going to release DLC for Tears of the Kingdom. Because I think at this point in the the Nintendo Switch uh, life cycle, it came out in 2017,
0: right? Yeah.
1: So it's it's nearing the end of its life cycle in, in a traditional console sense. Um, and at this point, I think it would be silly for them to invest resources in DLC for a console that they are probably going to sunset in the next year or two.
0: Considering they're releasing more special edition switches. Like, isn't there two Animal Crossing skin ones coming out?
1: Yeah, so Nintendo just announced that they are releasing two animal crossing themed nintendo switch lights and uh you know what's so funny about these is that these editions of the nintendo switch come with a copy of animal crossing whereas the uh og nintendo switch uh, animal crossing edition did not come with any uh copy of Animal Crossing, which is uh kind of ironic. But I mean, I think Nintendo's going to be selling the Nintendo Switch for a long time. I think there's still at least another five or six years in the life cycle. You look at the uh, Okay,
0: then boost it. Give us a pro. Well that's you what have I, to do something. But
1: that's the thing though, is like they're gonna have to release a another console. And I wouldn't be surprised if they stopped producing the main nintendo switch one with the removable joysticks and and release us uh like a their next iteration of the console and then just kept releasing and making and supporting uh the switch Lite.
0: Mm, i don't like it i think I, i think the key component is joy cons have to stay
1: well no what i'm saying is is their next console that they would release would still maintain like the joy con controllers like the style of that Um, But I think if Nintendo is smart because if they want to keep releasing and selling the Switch um, after they release their next console, they have to streamline their their console selection. Yeah, I agree. So then they turn it into a more of a it would could become more of a Xbox Series X and Series S type of scenario where we have the new more powerful Nintendo switch 2, which has all the same features and more power. And then if you want something that's a little bit more, uh, take and go, you know, casual stuff like that. We have the Nintendo switch Lite, which is plays all the same games as you've had forever. It might not be able to play like the newer switch games or whatnot, but, uh, at least it's, it's still an offering there for people because like your, your significant other has, uh, the, a switch light, right? No. Not anymore.
0: She had a switch light. I think my sister has it now. Oh, okay. Um, I bought her the OLED last year. Mm. And the, the stupid part about it is like we talked about it a few times. She really wanted the white switch, but she wanted a bigger screen. The switch light screen just isn't friend as friendly for adults. That's you, true. you want a little bit more space, and I understand that and I appreciate that. Um the crazy part about it though is like when you look at the switch and the switch or like the switch light. It's never going to be or like this version is not compatible with any sort of docking system, including like the wired in one. So if you were to allow yourself to dongle in so you could play a party game every now and then with your Switch Lite, that'd be cool. Allow people to connect their controllers to yours. That'd be fun.
1: And I'm sure they could. I'm sure they could just release an update uh, so that it could work. They could release a, a Switch Lite dock. Hell, Nintendo loves to make money off of their accessories, right? So why not? But
0: apparently there it is in the firmware to allow Bluetooth connectivity. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm assuming it's possible.
1: Yeah. Speaking you know of uh oh. we are both gonna segue. Well, to I, 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 we're gonna have thing.
0: a vote. Okay, what was your segue?
1: Well, to our next topic.
0: I was gonna, speaking of the impossible, IGN is impossibly frustrating to listen to talk to or talk about or anything else brutal yeah the the crux of what we're about to talk about is not for the light of heart (laughs) the fate of heart because you see we live in a petty gaming world now i want i want to read to you a headline i just saw god of war creator puts starfield in his top three games of all time this person also created twisted metal IGN because this game is not made by Sony or sorry it's not on a Sony console because if it was a Sony exclusive by Bethesda I can guarantee you this game would have got 10 out of 10 guarantee IGN we're a small podcast from Ontario Canada and we're calling you out because I was waiting for a soundbite and it never happened on,
1: I I got one
0: no it's too late no. I wanted oh snap. You should have known that. Here's the problem. Okay. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion and that is fair mm-hmm. but IGN and this, this the baby nation that is currently like <laughs> PlayStation subreddit has gone so completely off the rails when it comes to evaluating a game that it's damaging A, the work people work like worked very hard to do B mm-hmm. by most accounts, people are saying this is the least buggy <laughs> Bethesda game ever released. Yeah. But like, I've talked to people who are PlayStation only owners and they're like, not looking good for you, my man, Starfield looks like it sucks. It bombs. seven out of 10 on IGN. I fucking can't wait till Spider-Man gets an 11 out of 10. And yeah. most, and like so many early people have been like, it's the same game. Same, it is. Same. It's Grand Theft Auto Spider-Man.
1: And, you know, people could say like, oh, this is like Starfield is is just like Elder Scrolls or Fallout. Well, it isn't like, yes, there's the same. It's the same similar concept in that it's a first person RPG.
0: And mechanically, it is Fallout.
1: Yeah, like but there is enough variation to the game. There's enough changes to the game that it doesn't feel like those games. Um, and you know, I know that Sean, we're not going to talk too much about how the game actually plays because I know Sean hasn't played too much. I've only played for like an hour or two, um, just to kind of get a feel for it. Um, but people are using like schoolyard tactics to try and bash on a game just so that they can feel better about themselves. Yeah. It's so weird. I've, I've honestly never seen anything like this before. Yeah, it, it's like. It's crazy, so. Uh,
0: I'm like, I'm almost speechless because like we are a pro gaming podcast. We also love movies and TV, but as much as, as, TVs, we're as, not much as to we rip
1: us. on as much as we rip on Sony and like Sony fanboys and so yeah, like but it's kind of one of those things that like they do it to themselves, right? It's <sighs> games are for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Games are for everyone. And yet Sony fanboys or sony gamers tend to have this like idea that only they are allowed to have good games. And they have the best console. It's like what year is it? Is this early 2000s again where it was Sony Xbox and or Sony PlayStation and Microsoft Xbox. I I just don't get it anymore. Like so I'm going to I'm going to uh I'm going to read some comments. From uh, one of my, one of our favorite uh, anonymous posters. Uh, They sold their Xbox because according to them, Microsoft has no good games. There's no exclusives for uh, Microsoft. They don't know how to do anything. World uh, premiere. Right. So they posted uh, not too long ago a, uh, a trailer for Mortal Kombat 1. Uh, again, we can make fun of the naming scheme of the 11th game in the Mortal Kombat series that they went back to one, but we're not going to do that. Uh, the trailer, it's just a live action trailer. Uh, it's like a TV trailer kind of thing, uh, starring Dave Batista. So right there, you know, that this game, if they need to hire a prominent actor to promote their game. What does that mean for the game? Like, are people getting hyped up and watching this because it's oh Dave Batista? I like him. Or are they getting hyped up because it's a Mortal Kombat game, right? So, uh, this was the comments. Everyone is hyped for Starfield, and here I don't give a shit because Mortal Kombat 1 is coming very soon. This is how you market a game. Take notes, people. Lol. And uh, so some of the comments we have uh you know this guy's number one supporter really I've heard from nobody about Starfield because Microsoft doesn't know how to market a game I'm sure nobody knows it's coming out um,
0: all I saw <laughs> for like the last six months Starfield advertisements online sure is it because I googled it maybe and I understand how like advertising with the algorithm works however Starfield has been literally everywhere
1: yeah so uh, the response to that is, yeah, their marketing team needs to be fired and replaced with someone who knows what they're doing. And for sure, I think the last time I checked, we had eight pre-orders and no one knows when it releases, lol.
0: Okay, so here's my problem with this this uh, comment. We know you work at EB Games, okay, or GameStop. We know that's where you work mm-hmm. because who else is taking pre-orders? Microplay, yeah, that's in a, in a, a small amount of cities. There's not a lot of other gaming stores and it's not Best Buy. The game is fucking free on Game Pass. I hope if you know we're reading your stuff, I hope you listen to this because I, I need to tell you something. Get over yourself. Okay, <laughs> please just just put down the keyboard, put down your mouse, go for a walk, do one of these TikTok silent walks the kids are talking about these days where they put their phone away for a half hour and just take you in nature.
1: But they record Better. themselves on TikTok doing it?
0: No, no. They're just talking about it. Better yet, oh, touch God. some grass.
1: <laughs> Go touch grass. Okay. Do
0: do You're like... This do you, no, no. I'm not done yet. I'm not done with this guy. Hold <laughs> on. You wound me up. I'm so annoyed. Because like, okay, this would be like me revealing the industry I work in. And people who know me know what industry I work in. And I'm fine with that. People who don't know me or who do, who listen to this podcast and have no idea, that's fine too. I'm okay with people not knowing how many pre-orders of item x y and z i have here's what the real factor is all you're doing is making yourself look like a fucking jackass because all you're doing is being like well my store hand ain't yeah the game's free the game was pre-ordered digitally david ripped on me earlier in the episode for not just pre-ordering the 50 dollars thing to get the game for free do you know why i didn't do it because i wanted the physical one
1: well, you, you could get the physical one. Anyways, yeah, so. I'm going
0: to wait till it goes like uh, d- <laughs> dead sale. Sorry. I've just that that comment there. I know, there actually I know you're ranting,
1: just, but Sean, this is going to this is going to this is going to help you out, though, because uh, we had someone else uh, comment and try and speak a little bit of uh, common sense into this. It says and uh, this this person says it's on Game Pass day one and was playable early with a digital $40 premium upgrade. I don't think anybody expected it to be a highly pre-ordered in-store because it's much more beneficial to either pre-order the premium digitally or wait to play free day one. In fact, there were over 300,000 pre-orders on Steam alone prior to launch. When you consider the number of people who pre-ordered the premium edition plus the number of people who are playing on Game Pass, the numbers are huge. Everybody knows about Starfield, LOL. <laughs> And then there's literally people, all I just argued. I know, right? So and then someone else and then uh, our original posters replied. Yeah, exactly. Not many people pre-ordered, which is why we didn't have many at the store. But I know a lot of people are playing it like you and so and so. I'm sure, lol and a bunch of others. So this is one of these guys uh, where they have such a strong opinion on something, right? They will bash them into the ends of the earth and tell someone comes in and puts them in their place gives them facts uh sean and i have been uh, this actually happened not too long ago when i was down to visit right uh there was a post on uh he he made a post and i said one thing and i was getting all riled up we were driving i don't know if you remember this we were driving and i was getting all riled up and you're raging um and i went to post and then someone else posted exactly what i was going to say and then we just proceeded to watch the conversation of this one person pretty much just spewing facts and this guy just trying to defend himself and defend it. What like, game was that about? I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have that, to
0: see. I was also angry that day because somebody made me drive the board game Blitz for no reason.
1: That wasn't that day. Okay. Just, yeah, I bought a Star Wars. I bought a Star Wars game. That's all that matters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so here, here we are now, um, kind of a few days after launch, and now there are three IGN, well, PC Magazine by IGN, I believe. Mm -hmm. But there's no doubt in my mind at all that there is like a complete bias in the industry when it comes to the biggest reviewer out there. Bigger than GameSpot. Bigger than Gamerant. I love a lot of like the little indie reviewers on on YouTube, but Mm -hmm. listen to how similar these sound. IGN, August 31st, 2023. Starfield has a lot of forces working against it. But eventually, the allure of its expansive role-playing quests and respectable combat makes a gravitational pull difficult to resist. 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10 again. It's never a great sign when someone recommends a game on the grounds that it gets good after more than a dozen hours. It's very much like the kind of game Starfield is. Oh, I didn't know Starfield was Iron Fist. That's a deep-cut joke for listeners, okay? (laughs) That is a deep-cut throwback joke. Finally, uh, Starfield is a massive space uh, space based RPG with a galaxy of content to explore, but a surprising lack of ambition. Every single one of these reviewers, because I've watched the videos, complain about the same things. Oh, you can't land your spaceship. Okay, so like, so that I want to ask you three points.
1: I want to make uh, a comparison here. So, uh, it's never a great sign when someone recommends a game on the grounds that it gets good after more than a dozen hours. Okay. anybody play The Last of Us two? <laughs> well, no. Here, <laughs> any, any, anybody play Final Fantasy thirteen? That game was uh, one of the first. Uh, like it was such a hyped game that for PlayStation three, and it was the first game to come out on Xbox, um, or Xbox uh, three sixty. Guess what? IGN gave this game now take it in mind mind you the game is very linear and a lot of people say it gets good the story starts getting really good after about 10 or 12 hours take a guess at what IGN scored this back in 2009 uh, and this was primarily originally released as a PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360
0: game I gonna see nine out of ten
1: very close they gave it an 8.9 a game that literally gets good after like the first 12 hours
0: well you know as inflation rises standard drop so that's what it is
1: this is true i think i sent you a. I, I don't know where it is i sent you a picture of uh the the uh modern review scale uh so This is uh, something I just found on Reddit. It was like eighties, nineties, and early two thousands review scale. So anything from a seven or higher was considered really good. Now uh, nine is considered good, and anything between a nine and a ten is between really good and possible game of the year. You know, when we first saw these announcements, or when we first started seeing these reviews for Starfield from IGN and Game GameStop, no, Gamespot, uh, Gamespot gave it a seven. Saying that it was, you know, there wasn't much to it and whatnot, but just go to the, uh, if you go to the uh, Starfield subreddit, right? Um, the mega thread for reviews, um, where we got it? We don't don't have it here. Starfield reviews. Okay. Bethesda Game Studios on Twitter just posted, uh, or posted a little while ago with their, um, a bunch of the reviews four out of four IGN Japan gave it a 10 out of 10 game blog, 10 out of 10, five out of five, 9.7 out of 10. All of these companies that are not traditionally Sony. I don't know. Sony heavy are actually giving it good reviews, like legitimately good reviews um, for the amount of time that I've played. It's a very enjoyable game and it's, it's been a while since there's been a game that I've been thinking about, you know, I want to go home and play this game, you know? Yeah. Um,
0: Screen rant. We've got this covered. Uh, 90s. Um, (laughs) I've never heard of this one, but why though? That's an actual website.
1: Oh, it is. Yes. I've (laughs) watched a few things from, from there, but you know, like it's the, it's a sad, it's a sad reality of modern day gaming though. IGN Um,
0: Spain gave it a hundred.
1: You know, the, the current reviews on steam, uh, like user reviews. And these are the things that you want to be like reading is more of the user reviews and stuff like that, because people are going to be doing that. Uh, Currently uh, on steam, 20,335 reviews. uh, 84% of them give this game positive. So that's sitting at a, pretty pretty darn high review (laughs) score um
0: i mean mean, metacritic (laughs) has turned off user reviews so
1: yeah well it's because a lot of people are are bombing review bombing yeah um so i just like if you just scroll down out down through a lot of these uh reviews in steam there's there's a few detailed ones but a lot of like the ones that are just bad refuses like once its volume cuts in and out gameplay super laggy okay completely disappointed in such a triple a release i can't even get past the tutorial cuz the game freezes anytime someone starts any dialogue uh well maybe that's a problem with your computer <laughs> not the game yeah
0: maybe you're running on that 1071
1: yeah all right so or 1070 uh, you know like guaranteed if this game were to come out on playstation we would be getting a lot more higher reviews from IGN about it, right? I wouldn't be surprised think, if we got higher reviews on PlayStation than, than Xbox.
0: But Baldur's Gate is failing on it on PlayStation.
1: How like it, really?
0: Uh, so frame rate issues non stop, but like how's it being reviewed on the PlayStation? Uh
1: I think it still has a pretty high high score uh, it's like Metacritic. Oh, that's PlayStation. or that's Peace. PS- Sorry, PC, PlayStation Five. It's hard to say because a lot of the reviews are still like the critic reviews are still based off of the PC version, which the PC version of that is sitting at like a ninety-seven on Metacritic. So it's it's hard to say. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if like even uh, IGN just has the PC review for for Boulder's Gate and and not the PlayStation Five version, right? But Oh, well, uh, I did find that uh, the post that <laughs> we were talking about in the car that turned into a, a thread of a whole bunch of stuff. It was about Twisted Metal, the TV show.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, do you want to say... do this real quick? <laughs> yeah,
1: This show is a masterpiece. The best live action video game series. Just finished watching the rest of season one. And my God, that season finale was gold. And there better be a season two coming or else I'll riot, LOL.
0: So this person has said every single DC movie has been better than the last. Yeah. But th- this, um, <laughs> this is unfortunate because, again, The Last of Us exists. And like The Last of Us 2 as a video game wasn't great. I don't care what people say. It was not a good game. It was a walking simulator. That's what it was. It was a walking, sneaking simulator where you had a lot more story than I think you wanted at some points. And mm-hmm. I, like it really threw a lot into it. David only knows the first like hour of that game. Maybe. When it comes to the comparison between The Last of Us and Twisted Metal, I've heard a lot of like incredibly positive stuff with The Last of Us, but The Last of Us became a cultural phenomenon. Pedro Pascal was like the greatest thing on earth for a while there.
1: Yeah, thanks to Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, totally because you see his face all the time. <laughs> how much positive review have you heard of twisted metal aside from the Amazon clips that you see on TV every once in a
1: while? Honestly, I haven't even seen anything about uh twisted metal. I had forgotten that it had even existed until I scrolled far enough down to find this. And uh, so when we were in the car and I saw this, I, uh, I, I, I posted a comment saying thoughts on this versus the last of us. And this is where, the rant began uh it says honestly not a fan of the game or the tv series of the last of us but twisted metal is more comedic and action-packed it doesn't take itself seriously and if you grew up playing the games as a love letter to the fans and i said they're two different genres like apples to oranges but based on production quality and translation from video game to tv show what do you think is better and he said definitely twisted metal for me they did a great job in the set and action pieces and the world they built is so well done and this is where the 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 whole thing kind of derailed and I could just sit back and relax and watch the show because someone else piped up uh, and said, sorry to say the last of us is way more accurate. Twisted Metal, even though amazing, took a lot of liberties, and made up a bunch of stuff to make it fit. They were mostly good, but there was a couple that were kind of lame. Uh, and then, of course, they had to add some stuff to round out the story. I disagree. Twisted Metal Black has enough backstory. It just keeps going on and on and on. Uh, and I always love when there's an argument and, you know, someone's getting frustrated when they start their comment with dude, <laughs> <laughs> dude, no, dude. you're wrong. So anyways, uh, I mean, this is one of our favorite uh, reviewers because <laughs> we get to uh, we get some good content out of it. Sean gets to rage.
0: Yeah, today today was a little unhinged. I was uh, I was mad at that comment.
1: I know. I was scared. I was a little a little scared to be honest were with you. Were
0: you trembling? Well, I I'll tell you what. I although it's like still a few weeks away, I'm going to start the hype train early. Because advertisements are going out for our trivia in two weeks. We are doing Disney Trivia 3.0, so we're gonna we're gonna have some fun at TWB. We're gonna we're gonna hopefully have one last real big hol- or uh, Halloween patio banger. It's going to be a lot of fun. Again, we are doing on September 20th, Disney 3.0 trivia. There's going to be some classic Disney, some Disney Channel, some Pixar, maybe a little bit of Marvel. And who else knows? Because David doesn't know.
1: So it's not really, it's not really like the third edition. Sorry, it's the third Disney one. Not like. Yes. Okay. The
0: first one, we didn't include Disney Plus content. And okay. now we've opened the gates.
1: But nah, as a special like, treat for
0: you guys next week, I'm going to ask David two questions on the show. Uh-oh. Yeah, he's either going to get them right
1: or he's going to get them wrong. Oh snap! oh, snap! It'll be fun. Okay. It'll be good. But gonna, that's it for... Wait, you're not going to ask me? No, next week. Oh, next I week. I haven't even wrote the show yet. Oh, okay. I was getting all... like I'm, I was getting all tensed up. I was... <laughs> Okay. Oh, What color are Mickey's pants? Oh shit! Uh, blue. Aren't they red? She's are a they black, black? Mouse with red pants. Do you have a Mickey behind you somewhere? No, I just have a lot of Star Wars stuff and spam things. <laughs> yeah, no Mickey. All right.
0: Well, now that we've lost David, I think this is a good place to end. it. thank you all for listening. We can't wait to see you or, or speak to you again next week, I guess. For myself. That Hansel's so hot right now. And David. He's so cool. We want to thank you all for listening. And we'll catch you on the next episode of the Scene on Screen podcast.